This is Shutters Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi, and welcome to episode 469 of Shutters Inc. This is Bruce Williams from ShuttersIncPodcast.com. The person interrupting me on the other end of Skype is Mr. Glenn Lavender from CreativePhotoWorkshops.com.au. On YouTube. Say what? What are you talking about? Echo. <laughs> Don't think but it was. Maybe, maybe we've got them there. Bad lines. Bad lines. Bad lines. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> good. 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 Yeah. I think we've had one of those for three hundred episodes. <laughs> <laughs> How have you? How have you been? Well, you know, I'm pissed off. Oh, why? Oh, I'm so sick of conspiracy theories. <laughs> I've had it. I've had enough of these bloody idiots on Facebook posting posting them a stupid, imbecilic, bloody lunatic fringe bloody stuff. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're out there. Oh, but the problem is, and this is where it really peeves me, Bruce. Yeah. Is they're on my freaking stream. People <laughs> either I know or somehow associate with me. That's what makes it. I thought I knew people better than that. I thought. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> the lunatic fringe that I knew were sensible lunatic fringe. No, you know, no. they believed the good conspiracy theories like <laughs> anal probes from by the aliens, <laughs> not that five G oh, is yeah. sent to control the microchips that they want to put into us during forced vaccinations. <laughs> you know, it's, oh god. Yeah, I mean, five G won't even cook my chicken any faster than the microwave. I mean, it's not going to do squat. Yeah. That's it. And, and, but they're out there and, and they're just of every damn thing. And, and you know, the, the scariest thing is that these people see the real world, Bruce. Yeah. They see how it really is. Yeah. They've got special <laughs> insight into the world that yeah. all the other sheeple, and I love that, that's been my favourite word, like sheeple, <laughs> they're calling everybody, all the other sheeple in the world can't see because the big farmer and government and big business and the billionaires have all put the wool over the sheeple's eyes, but they see the truth. They've uncovered the Illuminati's been talking to them, Bruce, and they've said, guess what? You figured out all our secrets all by yourself. Well done. Here's an invisible star to fit on your chest. Cause, of course, you can't have visible ones because then people will know we exist. <laughs> okay. So, as I said, I put up a meme this afternoon, just this evening. Yeah. That uh, if you people were alive in the 1600s, you'd be burning witches. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. You, you wonder where the where tales of mermaids come from? <laughs> And dragons and fairies. It's these people, Bruce. <laughs> their ancestors, their great grandfathers, their great great grandfathers. Whoever's doing the pandemic videos and posting that crap, they're the people responsible for Santa. <laughs> Easter Bunny. And dare I say it, God. Uh, Allah. Yeah. And all the I'm glad you went there because you know what? Yeah, yes, yes. Because you know what? You know what worries me? Go on. The church of the the church of the flying spaghetti monster, which was set up as a parody church, you know, in you know in the mid noughties So it's been around for about fifteen years now. What scares me is that. 
500 years from now, they'll be beheading people. The, 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 the problem is they'll be, they'll be bleached because they've been around a long time. Yeah, <laughs> some of them will uncover a lost tomb. But it worries me that, that, that in Israel. It will get to <laughs> a point where is- people will forget that that was a parody and there will be people who will take it seriously. Exactly. They'll find, they'll find the book in a, in a cave. <laughs> Middle of New York, and go. That's it. This is what they believed in back then. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, I was going to go on a rant about this. Something about God, and you've ruined it. You've, you've taken me from the edge. <laughs> Pulled you back from the edge. <laughs> like the Ohio senator in America who refuses to wear a face mask. Because God didn't, ha- he wasn't born with body. He was born with God's likeness, as a human face. <laughs> yes, was, well, God didn't wasn't wearing clothes either or shoes. You are wearing yep. them? Yep. So, yep. It's like it's, oh, <laughs> it's, just, it's been a week. <laughs> I've just about it. I've said the amount of people I've unfriended this week on Facebook. Yeah. So you know, I, I, I must admit. I've been kind to a few and just um, just muted them for 30 days. Yeah, right. But the majority of them, you know, yeah. I want to see what the mathematical formula is, the the, 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 the curve, the arc hmm. for amount of days in isolation versus depth of belief in conspiracy theories. I reckon there's, a, <laughs> there's an equal curve. <laughs> you know, the more you're in, the more you're in. If right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Illuminati. I know that. And if you're out there listening, fellow Shatterzink listeners, mm-hmm. well, frankly, I don't think you'd have stuck around this long if you did believe those sort of things. So but then again, I've got people like you on Facebook, so who knows? <laughs> just don't. Yeah, just just research some basic yeah facts and science. Yep. You know, how about maybe? Guess what? The whole world. Isn't after your taking over your world. They don't care about yeah. what you do. All they want is your money. That's right. Okay. All they want is your money. Yeah. That's it. That's what they care about. So if you like me, never got me. You've got nothing to worry about. They don't care about you. <laughs> ah, I'm a sheeple, Bruce. What can I say? So anyway, how's your week been, mate? It's <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been a week. You're still travelling to work and still working. And- I am. How does that feel when everyone else doesn't have to? It sucks. Look, you know, on one side it sucks because, yeah, there are a bunch of people who are getting time off, but then I look on the other side and go, no, don't be an idiot. You still have paid full-time work and there's a lot of people who don't. Um, you know, you, you no absolutely. Yeah, like exactly. So, you know, yes, I'm, I I feel a little bit put out that I don't get the time off that everyone else is getting, but I absolutely appreciate the fact that I still have a full-time job, so. Can I tell you? Yep. It's overrated. I you can know, imagine I thought, it would. If I had enough time, I'd get all the jobs done around the house. Yeah. I'd get the painting done, the sanding done, the backyard done. Turns out time was wasn't my problem. <laughs> it was motivation. <laughs> it was effort and ability. <laughs> uh, uh, time isn't, isn't you know, the problem isn't that when you've got time, yeah. now you feel guilt because, well, you should be doing something, but, you know, that would re- involve getting out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if it wasn't for the way kids having to be homeschooled and don't start me on that crap. Yeah. My God. Teachers are, teachers are need to be paid more than politicians. I tell you, the stuff they have to do. Yeah, 
We did get our new car last week. Did you? Yeah. Didn't know you were getting a new car. Well. You didn't buy a Volvo, did you? No, we did not. You seem like a Volvo kind of guy. I, I, I don't believe that I do. Oh, no, come I, on. <laughs> I don't no, believe. I do Everyone not. agree with me there. Okay, let's do a Mate, poll. Mate, I will own some nerdy shit, but not that. <laughs> no. Okay, no. There's people out there right now, Bruce, that are nodding their heads going, yep. <laughs> people out there turning music into gold. Yeah, exactly. anyway. <laughs> no, not a Volvo driver. What'd you get? Uh, our, fifth, our fifth Mazda. Oh, man. Uh, oh, yeah, that makes not, sense. Not simultaneously, of course. Yeah. So bland and boring. No, they're not, though. They're great. Because yeah, this one's the, manual. I'm, I'm loving the, having a manual five again. Times ma- Mazda owner. Yeah, you're like my father-in-law. <laughs> yes. Oh, we only so. buy Mazdas. Yeah, no, we like the Mazdas. I do. <laughs> I do like the Mazdas. Which, which Mazda did you get? Uh, the three. So oh, we, we had the six. But Kath, Kath felt that the new six is awesome. Okay, whatever. But Kath wanted something smaller, um, so we went back to the three. And I love, I'm loving the manual transmission again. Oh, after the last four cars, or well, three cars we've had that have all been auto, I'm just so loving having a manual. Why? Oh, they're just more fun to drive. They're more responsive. Yeah, you're yeah. A nerd. I'd like to be able to work the ratios myself. <laughs> I've done I've, I've done a, a an audio uh, a recording of all the different uh, rev points on the engine uh, and coalesced this into a, the ideal performance of when to shift gears depending on the end outcome of the speed I would like to get to. Now, if I'm in commuting in traffic and need only to get to 50 kilometres, I work on a one, two, jump straight through to four gear shift. But of course, one goes all the way up to 25 kilometres. Two, we work out up to 35 kilometres before shifting to a gentle four and cruise up to 50. Now, if we have to get up to 70 kilometres, we push that just a little further. We take the, the first gear and set to 25, we take it up to 27, yeah, almost a full 10%. Uh, we shift two up into 33 kilometres, and now we, now we go into number three. That really gives us an extra mid-range boost, a mid-range boost up to the high 40s, where, depending on airflow, Wind factor and outside, outside temperature co- converted to uh, the balance between what the inside air conditioning is set to, uh, then we, we may go and take that all the way to 56 kilometres. Right. Remember that right? No. <laughs> yeah, only because you haven't thought of it, right? No. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. Anyway, that's, that's the most important bit. So what? Yeah. So what are you? What have you been up to this week? So what colour did you get? Uh, the, that that really nice iridescent red that you have to pay extra for. Same as everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, and, and did you get the hatch or the sedan? The hatch. Uh, excellent. No, no, no. <laughs> They're a lovely car, dude. They oh, are man. very love very, it. Very, my first ever car was a Mazda. Yeah, right. A Mazda RX four. Oh wow. Those you know, suckers could move. Yeah. That's my license. license the first, that that wasn't rotary like the seven, was it? Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, all the RXs are rotaries, yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. Yes. So uh, it was fast, fast as cars. I mean, I almost got this is now shameful stupidity of youth. Yep. I almost got done for doing 230 kilometers in a 60 zone by radar. Yikes. Because <laughs> the traffic light stopped me. 
I was going to say, the other side. the only reason you didn't was because they couldn't catch you. Well, that, that might have been the case. <laughs> stop me and zoop. So yeah, right. those things are ridiculous, ridiculously fast. Yeah, so right. how, I, how I survived, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, maybe I was just a sheeple just doing the stupid things, but yeah. <laughs> young sheep will do. I don't, I, don't, I don't think we had sheep back then. I was young, I? What's that? I'd be a lamb pool when I was young, wouldn't I? Not a sheep because there were <laughs> sheep like grown and lambs like these. Anyway. Yeah. Um, no, I've been, I've been, I've had a, I've had an interesting couple of weeks. I did um, my, my live stream talk to oh, uh, yes. 150 odd uh, camera club members from right. 10 different camera clubs. And which I've promoted our podcast. We, so we may have some new listeners tonight, Bruce. Right. This will be the first and only episode. They've <laughs> <laughs> gone, I had to listen to 20 minutes of crap before they started talking photography. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be, uh, I ended up doing a 190 page PowerPoint presentation just for them that I built just, just for them. Right. Twice. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'll talk. Now, there was an hour and a half long live stream, about 150 people, which is pretty good. Then I had my uh, my lovely interview with the Prez of Tamarind, India. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I had another hour and a half talk, yep. which went really well. Uh, had a, yeah, up to a couple hundred people on, online for that one. And that was, that was great. He's a lovely, lovely guy. I've got to say. Just, uh, and um, when this whole pandemic Stuff is over. I'm looking forward to doing more stuff with Tamara in India, which is good. So some, cool. some training there with them and uh, doing some workshops and maybe a couple of tours for them, that sort of stuff. So Nice. That's really good. That was, that was um, the one good thing come out of this pandemic so far. Yeah. Awesome. So, so the, the rest of the time, I've just really been just home, homeschool dad, you know? Yep. Trying to um, – oh, whilst, whilst I think of it, on, on my, my list of stuff I sent through hmm. is – a link to the video of my club to the ten uh, talk to the ten camera clubs. Oh, okay. If anyone's yeah, I'm having trouble sleeping. <laughs> Maybe got some visitors over. That's really annoying. Maybe someone's moved in just before the pandemic started and they're stuck there at your place because it, because yeah, they, they can't go anywhere. You can put this video on that might make them leave. <laughs> uh, so there's an hour and a half long video there, me talking about um, portraiture. Right, basically, uh, the 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 premise is around their competition for the ten ten club ca- camera club competition, but the content is me waffling for an hour and a half with no real rhyme or reason. So that could be quite um, yeah, it's as good as any four hundred the uh, top four hundred things you must do as a portrait photographer you'll find on DP Review. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> so there's a link there for that. If people if people have um, now, I must say also on the on the uh, the talk to India. Yeah. And Carl Hennings jumped on, on board. Oh, yeah. And asked me to explain the macro differences of the 70 to 180 that I tried to explain to you a couple of episodes ago, the difference between 1 to 4 and 1 yep. to 2. So he was a bit of a smart ass and jumped on there, as he promised he would, he did. <laughs> but it's much easier to show on video. Than and did you do a well. better job of it than you did on the podcast? Well, yeah, so it's easy to show <laughs> the size. <laughs> right. Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it? Excellent. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> So did that. Uh, next Friday, yep. 3 p.m., Australian uh, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, this will be the Friday, 15th of May. About the 15th of May, yeah. Yep. I'm doing a live stream thing for Tamron Australia. Yeah. Por- portraits in the house with what you know, with what you got, photographing the kids. Nice. Uh, not necessarily, they my kids. <laughs> 
So I'm, 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 I don't know how long it's going to go for or what it's going to involve. I haven't yeah, really got my head around it yet, but I'm doing a uh, – a, uh, so I've got to clean the house, which is, yeah, that's scary in itself, you know. Uh, maybe I could just shove everything into one room and no one will notice we don't, don't film in there. So anyway, that's next Friday yep. at um, uh, 3, 3 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Fantastic. So that's that's kind of stuff I've been, I've been up to. And I've been – I learned a little bit about the Australian Aboriginal flag today. Oh, okay. Uh, during homeschooling, you know, the who, the what, the why, and the when. Yep. I couldn't, here's the funny thing. I couldn't find any rules around when it's appropriate to use it. Oh, okay. Or who should use it or who shouldn't use it or uh, other particular ceremonies and so on. And, you know, it's only been uh, accepted as, as the Australian uh, Aboriginal flag, I think it was 2005. Oh, is that right? But, it, but it's as old as 1971. Wow. First appearance. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, so because my, my, eight, my nine-year-old had to do a, uh, a poster on Australian symbols. <laughs> right. Choosing Australian symbols. So I learned that today. That was good. Cool. So it would be amazing when you learn at homeschooling. You know? <laughs> I, I, I found my daughter had trouble uh, uh, adding uh, nine to 17. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the way they teach kids to add and stuff these days is so complex. Is it? It's so roundabout. That's like, can't you just, just turn that nine into a ten, add it yep. to a seventeen, then take one off? Yep. Oh. Yeah, certainly a lot of the stuff the way we would have learned to do yep. that. That's right. So, and they're given four different methods for doing stuff. They can use subtraction, they can use addition, they can use this table, they can use that, which I'm sure probably caters for more people. But what they don't do is say, hey, add one to that, put them together, take one off. So I'm bald now because I've been pulling my hair out for homeschooling. So that's it. Shall we talk about other stuff? Yeah, sure. Go home now, Elizabeth. Been a good twenty minutes. It's not bad. <laughs> so Rob Coates sent us an email in response to your having to prepare your camera talk twice. Oh God! Here we go. What did I do wrong? He said, "Look at Moy. Look at Moy. I've got two words to say to you, Glenn. <laughs> save and save often, which is actually four words." But <laughs> now I'm going to take advice from the sort of can't even add up four. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> now if it's Two words for you idiots. <laughs> I'll accept that one. <laughs> if, you can't, if you can't add up to four, I'll not take it. That's <laughs> right. Um, here's the thing. It was an autosave. It was? Yeah, so I'm sorry. Yeah, it's on autosave. So I'm assuming on autosave, it's saving. I know. Stupid. Call me stupid. He just did. But when something's <laughs> on autosave, I expect it to be automatically saving. And yeah. indeed, of the 90 pages I'd built it, it automatically saved like 20 of them out of order. How bizarre. Weird. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so it had auto save somewhat, but who knows. So, but yeah, he's right, you're right, you're right. I know you're right, you're right. You're I don't right. know. I've, two words I've, been, I've been burned often enough that no matter what it is, whether I'm in an audio editing app or a video editing app or a Word document, or I'm always just hitting Control-S all the time. I don't yeah, trust it. There's a difference between you and me, Bruce. <laughs> Apparently so. Possibly quite a few, but what organised, <laughs> disorganised. Yeah. And I'll the audience decide which is which. <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll take a vote. <laughs> it was a disappointment. I wouldn't have any appointments, Bruce. So <laughs> I'm going to take, take what I can get. Oh, dear. Uh, David Marland wrote back to uh, give us a little bit more it. feedback on his uh, transition from APS-C to full frame. He said, hi, Glenn and Bruce. These continued reactions may be useful for discussion. I'm glad of one thing, and that is that I invested in a full frame in full frame lenses. Paying the extra dollars then means I do not have to buy any more now, and I effectively have a new lens. You do. I own both a Tamron 2470 as well as the Tamron 15 to 30. I like the perspective I was getting on the 1530 on the 7D. I knew that at 15mm, this was roughly the same as 24mm on full frame. But it wasn't until now that I realise what a difference this is. On the full frame, a whole new vista has opened up below 24mm. Although I knew from reading that the lens would be wider on the full frame, it really wasn't until I put it on the camera and went for a short walk around the garden that I fully appreciated this new view of the world. Seeing is believing. Wow. Played That's around awesome, with yep, played around with depth of field. Definitely a big difference here. I can isolate subjects more clearly using aperture. Uh, going to do some rethinking in my landscapes, firstly about creatively using depth of field, and I now appreciate the rationale of many to have some foreground interest in really wide landscape shots. This is fun. Regards, David. Yeah, so you put the emphasis in the wrong syllable at the end there, Rose. On which bit? The most, no, no, the most important thing of that entire message from our dear mate Dave yeah. was this is fun. Two words. And that is everything right there. That that speaks that that that, that stirred my heart and that that, that, that that brought almost tears to my eyes because for no other reason should it be that yeah. first and foremost. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it did the right thing absolutely by investing in, in future proofing of lenses is probably the best way to put it. Yeah. Put it. Lenses that could be more versatile down the track, stepped up and yeah. Into a yeah, thirty-five mil, and if, if for no other reason that yeah, that bigger viewfinder is great, it's better in low light. Yep, and I said it does give you um, more more minimal depth appearance in your photographs. And and having now his wider angle lenses being wide, it opens up so many new aspects of world to someone. Now, even if you're getting a little bit jaded in your photography, all of a sudden, bang, you know. Yeah, that's why I tell people who are jaded in photography, go buy a macro lens. Right. Yeah, and go outside your backyard and want to want to look at the world. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, bang, everything's different. Or if you've got that, go buy a tilt shift lens and start tilting the world. You know? Right. Go go and take your fifty mil lens off and three lens the damn thing and look. You know, just try and do stuff that that changes your entire view of the world. Yep. Of what you've been used to seeing, and all of a sudden, a million new opportunities arise to you. And hopefully, that brings back those three words that this is fun. This yeah. Is exactly what it's supposed to be. Yeah. So good on you. I'm delighted for you. Yeah, nice. Uh, I was I was going to pick up on that last paragraph about you know depth of field and uh, and the fact that you know it's because of the larger sensor that you you get that greater ability to defocus you know the, the bits that are out of fo- you know, or, you know out, outside of your circle of confusion, and it's hence why portrait photographers quite often like. Yeah, medium format because it's just taking that one step further that you can get greater separation again with a, a larger sensor. And I wanted to ask you, what is it about 
sensor size that creates that particular outcome where, you know, getting a soft bouquet is simpler the, the larger the sensor gets. Okay. <laughs> all that matters is it does. Yes, it does. At the end of the day, yep. all that matters is it does. If it does. And the same, conversely, the same, if, you, if your world is macro and you love macro, you're going to be silly to be using a, a full-frame sensor. Right. Yeah, 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 for sure. Depth where the opposite is giving you – it's easier to shoot with more depth with a, with a crop sensor camera. Yeah. So why wouldn't you be? You yeah. Know? It, it, it means your success rate of photographs are higher because the more of them – and everyone knows who's done any sort of real macro photography, not the fake stuff they do where they yeah, this, they hairspray the things that can't flow off and then put a twig inside a studio and light it so it looks like it's outdoors. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking out in the real world where the damn twigs move in three millimeters in the slightest breath. Yep. That macro is impossible. It's so hard to get damn thing in focus. You know? Yeah. The extra depth is going to make all the difference. You, know, you might go from one in ten photos being in focus to three or four in ten. Yeah. You know, that's uh, that's going to make you feel a hell of a lot more encouraged to keep doing it. Yep. Yeah. You know, macros. Yeah, I find you said macros incredibly tough to get anything decent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, those guys are wedding photographers. I reckon they're the two I admire the most. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because um, macro, because if anyone's ever done it, knows just how hard it is to get something epically good. Yeah. And everything come together right. Yeah. The light's got to be great. The insects, the, the stuff that's happening's got to be good. The background's got to be great. It's all got to be in focus. The, 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 the everything come together is so so bloody hard. Yep. And it's wedding photographers because yeah, they it's much photograph. much the same. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're going to photograph yeah, ordinary people in ordinary situations extraordinary. Yeah, yep. Yeah, you look at all the all the great wedding photographers out there, you know. Um, they, only, they only photograph the beautiful people. Yep. Yeah, yep. you're going to go out there and first at the last wedding I shot, well, not last, the second last wedding I shot, we're talking the, the subject that's shorter than you <laughs> by about two foot, <laughs> wider than you yep. by about three foot, uh, <laughs> has more facial and arm hair than yourself. Right. And that's the bride. Right. <laughs> right. And then the groom is nowhere near as good looking. Right. <laughs> and you've got to photograph them to yeah, to the point where yeah, they they love what they've got. And yeah, that's a, the the joy and challenge of being able to do that. But it's yeah, yeah. it's tricky. Yeah. People know what they look like. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, someone had to try and do a, a uh, so, so the other day, I hated my my uh, profile photo. They said, oh, I, "I want to shoot you a new one." I'm going, oh, "Well, good luck. <laughs> you, you can't polish it. <laughs> um, you leave the lens cap on when you take the photo." You know, um, yeah, it's no one like we, none of us like having that photo taken, probably for a reason. You know? Well, you well, you're the exception. Cause you photograph yourself all the time. I'm looking at that little wanky self portrait shot of yours on your I, Skype. I didn't take that. Yeah, no. I look at that wanky portion of you. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, So you've got some other stuff to talk about, I see. You've got a list of stuff, Bruce. Oh, we've got a few bits. I'd like to to think that you've been busy, but I think someone else has probably sent them to you. Yeah. So I've got one, and Adam sent us a couple. So Adam sent us one that said, uh, this insane smartphone app. Oh, okay. Sorry, Adam. Maybe should, did he put any words in? Did he give any explanation to why I thought it was interesting? No. Or did he just send the link? Just send the link. I can do that myself, Adam. 
<laughs> right. Okay, so his other one is this software lets you shoot full-fledged studio photos with multiple models, even on lockdown. I, I, didn't, I can't even see that link. Uh, that was well, the I second one see. from Adam. Can't see it. Uh, oh, there we go. There we go. So I was looking at the little links. Oh, you sent one through. The, oh, and you Pat Malone. So what? the Adobe conference. Yeah, but didn't you get all the other stuff? Oh, that's, that's below it, though. <laughs> Looking at something you did, you put, you, yeah, you put, you put, yeah, yeah I, I, fa- you, I found the Adobe one. That's just impressive. <laughs> piece, yeah, but we haven't got to that yet. That's the first one on the list. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'm going up the list backwards. <laughs> Surely your your brain would need it. To, or is it just me with OCD? Just you. It's just you. <laughs> It's in my head. Okay, so um, we'll cover my story then. So uh, Adobe has announced that this year, 2020, the Adobe 99U Creative Conference will be held online, as is pretty much every conference this year, uh, and they're making it free. It's normally a paid-to-attend att- uh, type of event, but they're making it free for everybody. So it's June the oh, 7th, 17th. Uh, it will take place. You need to register online, uh, but you will be able to do that through Adobe Live or Behance, uh, or you can get it on demand after the event has finished. But, uh, yeah, if you want to take part in that, it's free this year. So, Why is it called 99? I don't know. Because it's 2020. Yeah, I know. It's like those covid people saying... <laughs> This is COVID-19. It's the 19th version of this thing. You think it would have done it, would have, would have had a cure by now? That's the first 18. Have you seen those ones? No, I hadn't. Have you ever heard of Rush Limbaugh? Yes. He, he, it was him on radio saying it. I wanted wow. Them. Um, the, the, one of the president's main advisors. Yep. Same. Right. Kelly, whatever her name is. Okay. It's the 19th version of it. You ever heard of that? Idiots. <laughs> Absolute idiots. This is what this is what happens when your na- when your numbering system goes out of whack. People start to get confused. You know? <laughs> it's not a Adobe ninety nine U. It's people, a Adobe twenty U. Idiots. People are just too lazy to actually do research. Great, great. Yep. So anyway, so it's normally a thousand bucks to go. So the fact that it's wow. free, you know, hey. That's good. If that sort of stuff, what do they do there? Um, it's a bit of everything, as I understand. I wouldn't know. I've never been. Me either. We'll be held online. While it's a paid event in normal conditions, this year's conference will be completely free for everyone. It will feature keynote talks, creative workshops, and masterclasses available through Adobe Live, Behance. Oh, yep, blah, 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 blah. But you do need to um, pre-register. We do a watch party. Right. You will get all the listeners. Yep. NSL. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. At the same time, take the piss out of it. You do it and tell me about it afterwards. <laughs> oh, June's a long way away. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, my 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 twelve year old, my she's still twelve. Sorry, my eldest, yeah. uh, her scout troop are doing a watch party for the Netflix movie on Saturday night. Oh, and they okay. Have, and, 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 there's a Netflix party app yes. that syncs that everyone watches the movie at the same time. Yep. And it's a chat window for your chat. Yep. That's pretty cool. Yep. Right. Pretty cool yeah, indeed. I, I heard them talking about that on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. All righty. So Adam sent us this what? other thing, this software. This week, let's, in, this week, this in, week tech. in Twitter. Oh, it's <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> 
You are a Luddite. <laughs> Uh, so Adam Adam sent us this other one. This software lets you shoot full-fledged studio photos with multiple models, even on lockdown. Does it provide the models? No. Uh, does it provide the lights? I, well, yeah, it's, it's, called, it's called Satellite 3D, so <laughs> maybe it's a box of matches. <laughs> How does it work? Explain it to me. I don't know. <laughs> If you, if you want us to talk about your stuff, you've got to at least explain it, because we're not, we're not going to spend the time to research. Oh, dear. Anyway, I will put that link in the show notes for anyone that wants to check that one out. Uh, if you're on the creative side, well, that leaves us out. Uh, it's hard to stay at home without any humans to shoot if you're not familiar with Satellite 3D. It's a piece of software that creates realistic studio setups including pretty realistic models. It shoots, it provides the models, Bruce. Oh, okay, but they're AI stuck models. At home and can't transform it into a studio with no one allowed to visit you to shoot it anyway. This can be the perfect way to feed your creative needs. You, when you start Satellite, you select a room, set it up, uh, you choose the room size to fit your actual space or just go with the largest room available, choose the backdrops some furniture, create a set, then you can uh, select the difference between several models I've got to say the models are not 100% human. <laughs> They're on a computer screen, you idiots. <laughs> but the amount of details is amazing for a computer render. Uh, the nice thing is that you can actually change quite a bit of the aspects of every model. Some things are trivial, like clothing and makeup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get a 15-day trial, and after that, it's $230 to buy it. Gee. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Well, maybe it's a good software, uh, studio lighting training exercise tool. Yeah, it could be. You get 15 days to... Um, but, and they do have a, a sale going through until the 15th of May uh, where you can buy the complete version for 154 So that's a saving of, what, uh, 40, 60, 70 US bucks? US dollars, Bruce. Yes. So you know how much that is in Australian. Yeah, 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 lots more. I'd be loving it. It's like 270 Have you seen the price of petrol? I know. 75.9 I bought it for the other day. Wow. 75.9. That's great. That's, I don't think I haven't bought that since the 90s, I think. No. That's great. Was that E10? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, but I'm at use I'm getting three weeks to the litre at the moment. Pretty <laughs> 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 good. Yeah. I'd like to break into the podcast briefly to mention that we now have a Patreon account. If you get any value at all from our photographic giggle fest each week, we'd really appreciate it if you could spare a couple of bucks a month just to help keep the servers running. The link will be in the show notes. Much appreciated. Now, back to the podcast. All right, what do you got on your list? Oh, I think I finished. Um, let me have a look here. Uh, home bloody school. I oh, know. There's a, there's a little NASA link I sent there, which is kind of cool. Mm. You can type in your birthday for the, for the 30th anniversary of Hubble. Hubble's been up there 30 years. Can you imagine wow. that? Okay. You can type in your birth date, and it shows you what it took a photo of on your birth date. Cool. That's kind of cool. But neat. I, I, I got the kids up at 3.30 in the morning uh, yesterday morning. Yeah. Which would be Wednesday, the uh, 6th of May uh, morning, because there was uh, Comet Swan in the sky. 
Right. And a meteor shower all happening at the same time. The best comet in years. Yeah, not necessarily visible to the naked eye, but really amazing in camera. Yeah, it's got an incredible long tail with a really weird little kink in it. Yeah, right. Uh, and a green glowing head. But anything past May the 6th at about 5.30, from every, from now on, because the moon phase, it's got, the moon's going to be in the way for the rest of its appearance before it goes behind the sun. Right. And then when it comes out from the other side of the sun when it will be at its best, it's at best good for the northern hemisphere, but at the wrong time of day as well. So right. It's kind of one morning opportunity. We wow. have the perfect day, May 5, yep. got a cloud and sky all day. I went to bed at 12 midnight. Yep. Perfectly clear. Woke up at 3.30, wall-to-wall bloody clouds. Oh, are you kidding? Just difficult. So it's like, just uh, show my dedication. Even though I pulled out last week, most of my lips are from last week. Right. <laughs> or my lack of effort for this week. <laughs> uh, also, there's a bit, so I had to click the link I put there so I know what it is. Yeah. I saw this really amazing video done with a, uh, a hummingbird shaped drone okay. oh okay so the size the size and shape of a hummingbird yeah it flew into a monarch butterfly swarm that was coming out of hibernation right yeah, from the winter so we're talking hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of monarch butterflies all kind of dropping and taking off at pretty much the same time and this thing in the middle of it Wow. Yeah. And, uh, and, that was, and it was okay. It was pretty good. But at the very end, the last few seconds, there's some slow-mo video of butterflies flying that is just epic. Right. You know, there's an amazing National Geo or you know, Blue Earth Planet. Yep. Mass, where where they're, they're flying behind a flock of birds and they're right inside the flock. It's yep. quite amazing stuff. Well, this is the same kind of thing, but with butterflies. Nice. So, that was pretty cool. That's a, uh, it's only a three-minute vid, but it sort of, yeah, it'll kill three minutes of your time. Yeah. Uh, if you watch it twice, possibly six minutes. <laughs> Excellent. Some some guy figured out how to cut and paste the real world and put it into Photoshop. There you go. Right. I haven't read the article. This is the one Adam wanted to put it up there, but I did it after you but before you, and I run the show. Well, <laughs> Bruce does, but I, anyway. <laughs> but it's where you, could, where you can take a photo of an object yeah. and it cuts and pastes it, and you can put it into Photoshop. Right, just like taking a photo and opening it in Photoshop. No, it's not because it, it cuts out. The, yeah, it, it does all the edge cutouts and all sort of stuff, and turns into a PNG so you can drop it in. So if you want to take a photo and put it into a Word document, or it's it's pretty it looks pretty darn cool. Right, I, I love how the uh, the sample image is a pot plant that's taken on a white desk with a white wall behind it. Yeah, <laughs> normal shading and shadows and everything else. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a shot. Cool. Is, it, is there an app? Is it, I've read it. Is it an app? Augmented reality. Oh, I want this to be an app. I can just download and do it myself. And it's, this is like work. <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to happen, is it? No, because oh. you've got to grab the code from uh, GitHub. That, oh, that's, the code's available. That's not going to happen, is it? Yeah. Uh, no. So you, have, yeah, so you can cut and paste the cut and paste code, though, by the way. Yeah. It's time to get in touch with us when there's an app that does all the work for us. So okay. it's lazy. Oh, right. this was, I thought, I, yeah, I actually thought this was interesting for a couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. All these photos of social distancing and stuff. Right. Uh, where people are using like big lenses to do compression. Yeah. To make it look like people closer than they actually are. Oh, so okay. This big, this big photo uh, that went, uh, people going ape shit on, on fl- a fake book. Um, 
about people on a, on a California beach where all these people are all jammed in together. Right. Know, it's supposed to be a lot of social distancing. But I shot with effectively a 400mm lens. Right. And when you look at the aerial views of the same stuff, everyone is doing the right thing. Yeah. Just the photo doesn't show it. So the whole thing about how um, yeah, the camera never lies is just obviously bull twang. But what, what was pretty good is at the very end of the article, there's a great 2,000mm lens shot. Right. Which is from the movie uh, Tinker Tailor Solar Soldier Tinker Spy. Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. That's right. Where they're standing on a runway as a plane lands behind them. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I loved it in the movie. I thought it was just brilliant use of compression. Yeah. And for no other reason, it's worth watching just for that. So, um, it's, it's, it's. I can't see that photo. It's a video link at the very end of it. Oh, okay. It's actually a video, embedded video in the end of the article. Right. Okay, cool. It's not a photo, it's like a 40 second long video clip. Okay, cool. Before this, this guy did a before and after. I not think not deliberately. He did a, he had a photograph from 2019 uh, of a skyline uh, doing star trails, like in, in, basically like an urban one from a city center, and all these trails of planes zipping through. <laughs> <laughs> and he's done the same thing in 2020 with not a single thing flying through it. Nice. Uh, that's, that's just kind of yeah. It kind of brings home. Yeah, sometimes you know, I was I was uh, driving past our local train station yesterday with the girls. Yeah, and there was like ten cars there. Where normally it's completely overflowing with hundreds. Yep. Yeah, it's like well, stuff like that that you see that really brings home. Uh, just you know, we live twenty minutes away from the airport, and occasionally you can hear depending on the wind direction. Occasionally you can hear planes. Yep. Yeah, or see you can see planes in the sky all the time. Yeah. Now, if you hear a plane, it's like, what's that? Oh, it's become <laughs> so red. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing how quickly the, the, your brain changes. Yeah. So I thought that little clip, that photo there was, was a pretty cool um, example of how the world looked. Um, and what's interesting is even though the uh, exposure looks different between the two shots, you can tell from the length of the star trail that his 2020 exposure is actually longer than the one he shot in 2019. Really? Yeah, like look at the length of the arc of any, oh, any of the star trails. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, I'm, I'm consistent if nothing else, Bruce. <laughs> you know, yeah, my work here is done. I can now go eat chocolate and watch crappy TV shows. Yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> talk to you. Uh, you got anything exciting for the week planned? Are you doing any great? I'm hoping to get out and take the car for a bit of a drive on the weekend yeah. because I, I've, you're allowed to? I've really, well, yes, because, you know, now you're allowed to visit people. But I'm, yeah, I, who said that? Oh, we're New not. South Wales different, mate. We're, oh. we're not the Gestapo state that you are. Um, that was a sensible state. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. That is a more sensible approach. But anyway, so they are lightening up on the restrictions here in New South Wales. But, yeah, so last weekend I only got to drive around Gosford, you know, just running odd jobs here and there. So I'm hoping to get out and go for a bit of a drive and enjoy it. Is your limit how far you can go? Um, I'm not sure. There probably is a a limit, but uh, I actually am not sure about that. Well, so we're not allowed to go any more than 50 kilometres from home. Right. And if we are even close to that distance, there better be a damn good reason. Right. Or it's a $1,600 fine. Right. Yeah, I um, don't so even want to go that far. To, basically I'd, not supposed to leave your suburb. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd be happy to do 20Ks. But anyway. Nice. 
But we'll see. You don't want to wear it out too soon. No, that's right. (laughs) That's exactly right. Um, Did you have on the clock when you bought it? Was it like none? None. So there's actually. uh, Had to to get it off the truck. Oh, don't even get me started. Okay, so we. I'm starting you up. We placed the order for this car back in November. Right. Yep. And it's now May. So what happened was there are four different models of the three. Two have a two-liter engine, two have a 2.5-liter engine. We wanted the lower of the 2.5-liter engine models. You wanted the third in the range. Exactly. But there were a couple of features that were in the top of the range that we wanted, but we didn't want to pay for the top of the range, so we just no. said we want those features added to the third model in the range. Well, that so sense. that meant having a car custom built out of Japan, uh. right? So they built our car, they put it on the ship along with a whole bunch of other cars, and the ship was coming down the coast of Queensland when it passed through a cyclone. And all of the cars that were on the deck of the ship got hail damage to the point where they wrote them off. Oh, my goodness. Ours was one of them. <laughs> so two days before we were due to take delivery. Which have been a couple of months ago, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, back in March. We get a phone call from the dealer that says, this is what's blah, happened. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, this is what's happened. Uh, if you want to back out of the deal, you can because, you know, this was – outside of everybody's control or if you're happy to wait they'll expedite the production of a new vehicle for you and we said yeah no it's fine we'll wait so we got a brand new car that was only it literally came off the production line late in march Man. so uh, it's a but has, how did they get it off the truck without adding kilometers to it oh they probably disconnect the speedo like they used to do <laughs> My my dad used oh. to work in car retail. <laughs> so. I, I don't know how many Ks it had on the clock when Kath took delivery. I wasn't there, so, yeah. But I'm assuming it was pretty close to zero. Man. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, you so know, uh, beyond that. the time to buy a car, apparently. Why? Because they're, they're, so, they're 40 or 50% down in certain car sales. Yeah. No one's going out. So they're so desperate to move stock that you know, apparently the deals are astounding. Yeah, right. But there's, there's, a, there's, a, guy, there's a guy who runs a website, uh, there's a YouTube channel on cars, funny guy, I can't remember what he's called, but he guarantees to save you thousands of dollars on, on a new car. Right. He, he, he does, he does that the bulk deal purchasing uh, via his page, right? For customers, so he does the, he does the negotiation with the dealerships. Wow, uh, it's interesting. So, yeah, the, the modern yeah, the modern way of doing things, isn't it? You know, yep. like you, know, you start just walking the shop to have that pack of chips. You've got to call the guy who knows the guy, got some <laughs> friends who says, "I know the owner's son, but oh, he's out, so I'll talk to his brother." <laughs> And you, have you got plans for the weekend? Oh, no, I'm sitting at home. I'll try to stay home this week. <laughs> We're not let out, Bruce. <laughs> no, this is, I'm, I'm uh, what day is it today? In Thursday. four days' time, in four days' time, that is, uh, that's the weekend, isn't it? Sunday? Yeah. It's four days. Uh, it's the two-month anniversary of my being locked inside, so we might, have, we might do a cake. Wow. Well. 
Uh, oh, that's crazy. So I, said, I said to you before we recorded, I think I've been outside maybe, let's say, be generous, two and a half hours in two months. I've been out, out of doors. So, Yikes. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm feeling a little bit vitamin deficient. Yeah. Wow. I wasn't in herpes. No, that's not. No, what's that thing we got in vitamin C? <laughs> Scurvy. <laughs> Scurvy, same thing. <laughs> Scurvy, <serving. laughs> Not quite. <laughs> same, same. Uh, yeah. no, so that's my plans. I thought we'd stay in and, um, yeah, that's it. Awesome. All right, mate, will you have a good one? Yeah. Um, again, if anyone's around next Friday, 3 p.m., Facebook Australia page. Yep. Facebook Australia, Tamron Australia Facebook page. Yep. Uh, I'll be there. Excellent. Don't ask me about macro and the 70 to 1. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Have a good weekend. You too, mate. See ya. Yeah. All right, everyone. Shutters Inc. Another audio to you.com quality podcast. For questions, comments, and feedback, email the boys at shuttersinpodcast.com.